On the tee from the United States of America, the Back Nine Bros, starting in three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the Back Nine Bros podcast. I think this week it's just going to be the two of us. Uh, we're looking for two more, making a foursome, right, Matty Polv? Uh, yes, we, we got the captain, a.k.a. Luke Donald, a.k.a. Polv, a.k.a. Too many a.k.a.s, just we got Polv in the chat. Uh, I think it's kind of strange that just what you're wearing right now for those who are listening and we don't offer a video. Is that an avalanche shirt? Yes, it is. So, yes, it is. What the hell? I never thought this day would come. I thought you were a blue shirt through and through. Proud oh, about that. Well, you know, I got to support uh, reigning champs, you know, Gabriel. That that's Landis Gog. I was going to say, is that, yeah. a, is that a Rantanen shirt or what is no. it? Landy all the way. Oof. Captain, um, El Captain. I mean, how about you, I mean, how about you Captain? You look, you look like you're getting ready to pork Stifler's mom over there. <laughs> Only thing I'm porking is what I what I ate for dinner, which was uh, some Trader Joe's frozen foods. Stop by, you know, got a two buck chuck while I was at it. Whatever, who cares? Now nah, I just uh, put it on. It's a little chilly here in the uh, in the two one two, as people call it. The greatest city on earth. Uh, but we're all good. We're living. We're alive. We're having fun. Uh, just here for another week of golf, man. It's the off season. Not much going on except for that playoff. So let's yeah. tap into that. What do we got there, Matt? Yeah, we got Mac Hughes and Sepp Straka currently uh, on the second playoff hole right now. Pretty uh, interesting. I mean, you know, I'm more interested this week in what was going on in the other side of the water um, out in Scotland, mate. Uh, the Alfred Dunhill links. Did you uh, did you happen to see what was going on in that second round? So weather wise, I did not catch it, but was it extreme winds? Is that what I saw? Um, so let me put it in perspective for you. It was like 40 mile an hour winds, 40 degrees and downpour. Ah, sounds like perfect golf weather. I mean, a perfect, a perfect day to slal- slalom down the slopes. So, uh, not really. Let me, uh, let me, what, let me what are they wearing? Were, were the golfers wearing like Canada goose down jackets? Seems pretty cold. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they all had like winter gloves. Uh, let me, you want to hear something funny? Um, Is it funny though? Am I going to oh, laugh? It's, it's hysterical. Absolutely okay. hysterical. Um, the delivery's got to be on point here, Paul. Germany's own Alexander Knapp carded a 52 on the back nine, round two, and shot 88. But didn't he have a, a sick front nine? Who's uh, the guy that – someone had a sick front nine um, and a horrible back nine. I mean, he shot even on the front, but then went par, double, 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 par, double, quintuple, quad, par. See the people. That's what the people want to see. Though the people want to see some carnage out there. Um, hey, carnage is good for the game. It's like it's like watching Tua Tagovailoa, Tagovailoa, Tagovailoa. I don't know how to say his last name, but watching Tua just getting his brain dumped into the turf down there at Hard Rock Stadium. It's carnage. It's what people sign up to watch. But I guess golf carnage is a lot different than uh, any carnage we'll see on the football field. But I mean, dude, it's it's. It's crazy. Imagine playing in that that kind of environment. I'd just go home. I'd say, here, you you can take my clubs. Like if I have to put down a deposit, you can take take the whole shop. Like we'll shut down. We'll shut down the studio just for this. Like that's it's a little too much for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've had we had four WDs: Marcus Kinholt, 
Victor Dubuisson, David Howell, and David Drysdale. Dubuisson, I remember that guy. Uh, what tournament was it? Victor Dubuisson. He's a French match play in 2014 at Dove Mountain. Oh, yeah. Hitting out of the cactus. Uh, it's eight years ago, dude. Holy yeah. crap. Number 18 with those red pants and the black shirt, the nice yeah. fat opposite of the Tiger Woods look. And he rocked your favorite accessory, a visor. Yeah, he which did. Which is pretty in- insane. Um, dude, the guy still, I mean, the guy still lives a good life. Um, yeah, he's still kicking prominent it. Prominent name on the tour. He's a name who I kind of put in line with Harold Varner. Um, Getting into irre- this again. <laughs> irrelevant, uh, as always. Uh, but no, it's, he did. He's a good player. But Sanderson Farms, I feel like they upped the purse since last year. It's a 100%. $7.9 million purse. I mean, trying to keep guys in, involved here. Um, Seb Straka saw him win at the Honda. Matty P and I were both there. Um, looked like he was playing great. But then you got, you got, you got Grio, you got Higo, Mackenzie Hughes. I mean, they're all up there. I mean, it's Mackenzie Hughes and uh, Seb Straka. Yeah, but I want, I want to say one thing, so. Um, I don't, I'm sure you're familiar with Davis Riley by now. That yeah. Um, he, he had a pretty solid week, T19, um, finished at minus 10. Before, as the week, after round one, he was like the co-leader. And he said, this is my fifth major. Um, having this was grown up in his home. This is his home state, um, Mississippi. So, I mean, look, I'm not going to go out and judge the guy, but I mean, the Sanderson farms as your fifth major. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, I don't really want to make a freezing cold take here, but that's fucking off course, man. It's like, <laughs> I'll talk about a no-name tournament, first of all. I, I mean, know it's one of the is... weeks in the tour. But for like an average guy, Sanderson Farms. It sounds like a Cumberland Farms where you get like your convenience store goods in New England. Like, let me get a gallon of milk. Sanderson Farms, what, what do they even do? First of all, like, you look at the people in this tournament, and, I mean, it's it's not looking great. And then again, I did pull up the 2020 run results. So I was like, ah, oh, why is, why is uh, Harold Varner here? Why is Matthew Wolf in this tournament? But it's funny, like the Sanderson Farms Championship on their website, you put you click like the view full leaderboard, right? It's well, so, just, you know, you know whose event this is. This is Peter Malnati's event, your boy. Dude, Malnati Malnati loves the wraparound season, man. Let me tell yeah. you, pa, Pete Malnati is a man of the people. He always has been. Um, he's just a good guy. I wouldn't mind seeing him in the President's Cup, to be honest with you. It would be pretty dope. Started from the bottom, now we hear. Yeah, that's I mean, on well, Here's the thing. Um, this is this is one of those events where guys are trying to just get an early start, like the like the Ricky Fowlers are trying to get points for the postseason, right? I guess if you want to call it the Ricky Fowlers or the uh, I guess the the Chess and Hadleys out there, we'll call it uh, those those guys who are on the cups the cusp of making the top 125 and scrambling to make their card next year. So they're trying everything they can to get in and to just try and get in maybe and start the season out around like 60 or 70, just, Jeez. just to get the head start against the guys like Rombo, Rory, Xanders, Cantley, and so on. 
I mean, if they, they, they have already come to terms with the fact that they don't stand a chance when the real season's here. They don't. This is like preseason games for the guys that don't really get a lot of playing time in games really shine and like, Oh, maybe they'll have a roster spot. Like maybe they'll have a spot at the end of the year at the FedEx cup for a lot of these guys. But again, you have like Keegan Bradley, you have um, Tagala, you have uh, a lot of other talented players in this tournament. Um, they're just, I mean, I, I don't blame them for trying to get out there and um, do their thing, but um yeah, it's, it's kind of like one of those tournaments where it's like, ah, oh, whatever. It's another week of golf. Who, are there that many huge, like, colossal top 20 names in it now? Um, I, yeah, I mean, honestly, Sepp Straka is probably the top guy. Right? I mean, obviously, he and, and Mackenzie Hughes. I mean, I, you know, I mean, obviously, they're in the playoff right now, but I don't know who would be bigger names than those guys. I'm trying to see. I mean, maybe Gary Woodland. Dylan Fratelli's up there. Yeah. Gary Woodland, I would say, but he's kind of fallen off, you know? Yeah. I mean, and then Kurt. look at Jason Duffner out down there at plus four MC. I mean, Malnati, Malnati's T for 45 would have ex- expected something uh, more monumental out of him, given his prior track record at this tournament. Uh, but Hey dude, there's a lot of newer names here. Yeah, look at, um, look at DFL, Joseph Hanko, 84-82. Yeah, that's not really good. Ches Revy also up there. Um, yeah, it's, it's a pretty – oh, Harris English would not expect him to be plus four. Oh, I Russell didn't Henley, plus, plus four. Or, so yeah, Harris, Russell, yeah. Streb, plus three. Jimmy Walker, plus three. This is a lot of – Older guys. Kramer yeah. Hickok, though. Dude, Kramer Hickok a couple weeks ago had a pretty good tournament going on. I think he was like, when I looked at it. He was on like the first page of the leaderboard. Yeah, um, he was kicking it well. Which that's one of our guys. Check out that episode if you haven't already heard it. Uh, it's definitely one where we try to pick the brain a little bit. And uh, he was a great sport about it. We tried to have a little fun and he definitely well, bit into it. So I was trying to get into uh back into the college days with him and Jordan's trying to find out. Some Should I see if the UT boys throw down? Yeah. And uh, my answer is still out there somewhere in the oblivion. Uh, I'd have no idea what he was going to say. It's like, let's just say we had a good time. And I'm like, we'll yeah, like, what do you classify as good times? How like <laughs> slamming, slamming diesels with the guys? Or is that like going out for Rose? It's Saturday morning brunch like there's two different styles um, exactly but i mean look nick watney luke list um ct pond uh a lot of good guys out there i mean uh, so i would personally say that that it's a bigger leaderboard going on in the alfred dunhill in europe right now i mean rory finished in the top five once again i mean billy horstel's out there playing well louis Uzhazen top 10 um you know some other notables, Fitzpatrick, Fleetwood, you know, Thomas Peters. So yeah. it's some of these, these Euro events, man, they're, they're heading over there for those, you know, the, instead of the wraparound events on out in the States, uh, I mean, you know, it's, they're picking and choosing their weapons. Yeah. Wait, what happened to Ryan Moore? Is he playing this week? Yeah, he is. I think he missed the cut. You know, nice. 
Ryan Moore, I thought he had that one good event. I forget what it was. Maybe, maybe it was the win. Actually, I think it was the Wyndham. He was trying to get into the playoffs or something like that. He was. It looked like he might win and, you know, get back to old, old Ryan Moore of old. But you know, he couldn't do it. Yeah, the way the way he fires his hips through before is like in the middle of his downswing. It was just something to idolize. Like he had a good swing and he had a good thing going on there. Um, oh, who was the guy with the red hair? Um, Roberto Castro. Not Roberto Castro. Oh, come on. This guy, he played against so he played against this instructor at the uh, PGA National down in Palm Beach. This guy, Bob Height. Uh, they were the two junior players. <clears throat> he had like a, a red soul patch or a red goatee. Um, a tour player? Country boy, though. Fuck, what was his name? Red hair? Yeah, dude. Like, I'll, like, come back to me on this. I'll figure it out who he was. Uh, PGA Tour. Yeah, he was like a country boy, not from Kansas, but definitely packed some hogs in there. Upper decker, lower decker, straight long cut. I don't know. Max um, or, or Richie Wierenski? No, he's that. You're thinking too too modern. I'll figure out his name. Right. How how old are we talking? And what is he bigger? Dude, he's stocky? probably around like when Ryan Moore was in his prime. Like that's when he was in his prime. Yeah. Is it, are we talking stocky guy or skinny? What, what, what kind of size are we talking here? That matters. Uh, kind of stocky, a little thick. Okay. Um, fuck. What was his name? I, this is where it would be great to have like a young Jamie on the podcast that look, look this up for us. But uh, American, American. I mean, there's J- oh JB Holmes. Yeah, JB Holmes. What happened to him? He's yeah. He, he uh, I think he got injured, and he's been yeah, he's been in and out of injuries. Um. But I, he's still around. I don't know what what his status situation is. I'm sure he gets he's got some sort of partial status. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, that's him, man. I have not seen this guy in a while. Yeah. He's a name of the past for sure. Holy crap. Him. How about I don't know. Here's another name for yourself, Robert Garrigus. Garrigus. That guy's, I mean, with the last name Garrigus, you just seem like you're, uh, you're like a boomer, okay? Um, he I was. remember this guy's like, he did. All I'm gonna say is, with the money he made on the PGA Tour, why not get like Invisalign or something to fix that top tooth right here, Garrigus, man? Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, he looks like a friendly guy. Um, oh yeah. I mean, he definitely was around during the baggy pants era. Not really today where everyone wears with the tight pants, like the athletic pants where they, like, they're they much better looking around the baggy ones where you got like a 20 foot circumference around the ankles. But uh, nah, dude, he's totally another guy, but he, dude, he was suspended on the PGA tour for drugs. Yeah. Um, he, he had a, you know, a rough go for a little bit, but you know, he, he found his way back. He went through, I think some rehab and, yeah, he, he worked his way back I up. Mean, but that's just bullshit, like, to be honest with you, that if you're you're going to get suspended for smoking pot. I think it was more on. than that. It was more than that. Um, did it, it's did he? So, quote from this news article, he had overcome drug and alcohol abuse some 15 years earlier, and since then he's apparently been very clean as a regular on the PGA Tour with $14 million in earnings and one victory before losing his exempt status that year. When asked about his recent suspension for marijuana, um, 
Garagus was forthright and indicated it was sort of a blessing in disguise. I was using it for medical reasons. Quote, he said, I had my medical card in Arizona and I went over the limit and got popped. And I spent three months at home and had to think about it. I lost 20 pounds, but I feel great now. Healthy, happy. Everybody's good. I got a lot of rest. It was actually a nice break to tell you the truth. Definitely refreshing. So, but I mean, I guess alcohol and drug abuse prior, but I don't know. I just don't, I think, dude, I think there's a, I mean, if it doesn't really affect his play in a positive way, then why is it banned? Look, I mean, so nowadays the rules would be different probably, but you know, at the time that was it, you know, we, yeah. The one strike policy for sure. What year was that? Was it like 2015, 2016? Uh, I mean, this article was written. Yeah. When does that say 20 price? 2015, 2016 is my yeah. Year. 2015. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, 2019, June 27, 2019. Um, oh, wow. So that's when the article was. Uh, but he took the first round lead of the Utah championship in 2019. So another guy kind of. He, uh, look, he, he's a great player. He never got that win, though, on tour. Um, I don't think. The elusive first win yeah. happens to so many. Um, it's tough, to be honest. Yeah, right? it's, you know, look at Varner. You know, look at he had to go live to get his first win, man. He still hasn't won yet, but <laughs> actually, no, Garrigus did win uh, one win. Um, he won, uh, oh, that's right, yeah, he won the Children's Miracle Network class of the, the Disney tournament 2010. Dude, it's for the it's for the kids, man. Yeah, um, it's uh, technically Charlie Woods and Harold Varner are both runners up, haven't won yet. Uh, yeah. So I mean, but uh, have you seen? Do you see the video last week of like Charlie Woods floating around the <laughs> internet when he won that tournament? And he's yeah. like, he kind of stuttered a little bit. And he's like, "Well, my uh, uh t- my dad." And he's like about to say, "Well, Tiger, my dad." <laughs> Imagine saying, "Well, my dad, uh, Tiger, my dad, uh, told me to do this." Oh, <laughs> the legendary man! Like, that would be nuts. That would be uh, so would be uh. First and through his pants right there. Oh, come uh, on. Keep it to yourself. That. Let's not do that. No, but I mean, if your dad's Tiger Woods, like, he's, he's going to go to college and have a great time. Oh, 100%. Scores. Oh. But, yeah, it's nuts. So, back to current golf, man. So, do you see uh, Patrick Reed is refiling his lawsuit against Brandel Chambly, Pulp? Yes, but before we get into that, Mackenzie Hughes just won. So, it did. So, what was what – was, like, how did he win it? Party on the uh, second playoff hole. So, and then Strafka with a par. Yeah, two putt from 18 feet, and uh, he, uh, Hughes eight footers. Great for Mackenzie Hughes, man. Waiting for him to cut, get back and start in the winner's circle. He's one of those guys who it's like, I couldn't believe he's not on the President's Cup team. Like, come on, he's Canada Canada's guy. finest. You got Taylor Pendrith out there, but Mackenzie Hughes, it's like that's kind of a diss to him to not for not him, having him on that team. I understand if you don't qualify, but you got to make Mackenzie Hughes a captain's pick. I mean, yeah, it's, but it's OWGR eighty two. I know, but this, I bet you, this win was an fu to the to the all the captains in the Presidents Cup team. A hundred percent. I mean, that's definitely true. I mean, but he did T for twenty five at the Fortinet, which that was the week before the, the Presidents Cup, right? Where yeah. Max Homa took home the the W expecting his first child soon um dude he's awesome max Homo. but mackenzie hughes 
official money on tour, 55,000 this year. I was going to say 55,000 on tour like for him. No. But um, definitely a good round. Um, to be stats, like, for the 2021-22 season, like, there aren't that. He, had a, he didn't have a great year. Give him that. But it's still Mackenzie Hughes. McKenzie he was, 50, he was 58, no. 58th on the money list. He was 67 on scoring average, one 11th on driving distance. What was his FedEx Cup rank? At the end of the year? Yeah, probably like 100 or 90. Uh, to gotta see if I can find it, but uh, uh, this doesn't tell me that, but I'd have to dig. But uh, I mean, let's take a look. Qualified for the he's qualified in 2021 for the FedEx Cup playoffs. All right, so yeah, finished the season 67th, and then qualified for the FedEx Cup playoff in uh, 2022 for the fourth consecutive season and fifth total, advancing the BMW Championship for the fourth time and finishing number 57th. Recorded three top tens, highlighted by a number of runner-ups at the RSM and others, and made 16 cuts and 27 starts. So I mean, like nothing like exemplary in that situation, but still, still, st- still stringing together some good golf. Um, yeah. He was T for four at the Zozo, uh, runner-up at RSM, held a share of the lead at the Memorial for a while uh, before finishing tied for thirty-seventh. So, I mean, I'm hoping he's a guy that kind of comes out firing this year. We need another name to replace the guys that bounced over to the sister tour. Yeah, or actually, did. no, it's more the no, stepsister. He was 53. It's the, it's 53 the stepsister. In the FedEx Cup. So 53? That, no, he's 57th in the official FedEx Cup standings. No, 53 in the FedEx Cup. Oh, God. In the, but in the official standings, man. Yeah. So that's that's great. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's pretty good uh, last year. I mean, so that's, you know, obviously not like anything crazy but i mean you know it's still very solid talented i mean it's still a good performance in his end you know he's but this is definitely what he needed to do to prove himself worthy of being on that team so maybe whoever the captain is in 2024 will be like you know what we made a mistake and we want mac hughes yeah so we want to bounce over to patrick reed real quick Go for it. Patch Greed, a live defector, refiled a $750 million lawsuit in Florida and includes the Golf Week columnist and Golf Channel hosts. His attorneys refiled the lawsuit, um, adding Golf Channel's Damon Hack, Shane Bacon, Eamon Lynch, as well as Golf, Golf Week and its parent company, uh, as well as the, the columnists. Uh, I mean, the lawsuit alleges... Um, they all acted in concert, um, and there were malicious attacks that have created hate, aided and embedded a hostile work and place environment, and has caused substantial financial and emotional harm to Mr. Reed and family. Woo woo, tear rolling down my face. Go fuck yourself, Patrick Reed. Yes, thank you. Um, like, I don't know. It looks very similar to the original lawsuit. Um, I mean, come on. Their, their role is to comment and be a commentator, like whatever. It doesn't matter. But in four starts and live for everyone that's curious. And then Norman led and Saudi Arabia funded venture. Uh, 
Reed has earned two top five finishes uh, and 5.958 million. A nine-time winner on the PGA Tour, Reed earned 37 million dollars over 12 years. Masters champ and Captain America when he played in the Ryder Cup. But that I was love like that. I I have a quote from Saul saying, "But when it comes to the Ryder Cup, I love Captain America." I mean, when he shows the crowd and like just like kind of fucked on Rory, that was like. He's like whipped it out and said, here, Rory, take it, take it, take it. It's all yours, man. <laughs> he was like dishing it out too. And that was, a, that was a great environment. I mean, I, in all reality, like personality aside, I don't think anybody can step up and replace Patrick Reed in that environment. Uh, probably Ian Poulter can. <laughs> but I mean, for the American, I mean, Americans, yeah, I, hate Ian. Uh, I like Ian Poulter as a golfer, but when it comes to Ryder Cup golf, not, not my guy. Uh, IJP. Yeah. I'm trying Failed to clothing line. Shout out Liam Burke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Brett, my... I'm trying to think of um, uh, someone who would be able to replace Reed. Provide that. Um... I mean, Justin Thomas doesn't have the firepower. No. I mean, he's too busy getting drunk on the course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not going to be Xander Shoffley. No. Or Cantley. Or Morikawa. Morikawa's no way. No. Speed. No, no, I don't think so. I, yeah, Max Homa, Max Homa, maybe, maybe Twitter now. fingers never, turn I'm, to trigger maybe, fingers. Maybe Billy, I don't know. Oh, Scotty Scheffler's got to have an attitude. He's got nothing. He's got no per- motion. He's he's like he's emotionless out there. He's kind of like called he, him, you call him a robot. We did call him a robot. I mean, in, in terms of swing and that how methodical yeah. he is. Yeah. On the Hundo P robot. Yeah. Um, but ah, someone needs to bring the fire. Well, you know what? I you know what? If this if this player would play on the team, if he made it, it would be Kevin Na. I think on the American he would play American side. Yeah. He's American. Mm, my bad. Learn something <laughs> new every day. Yeah, but do you agree with that? He'd be walking him in all day. Yeah, but remember that like 13 or 12 he got from the woods? 16. Yeah, I, I was going to do him generous. But I know it was yeah. a high score. Um, He was, dude, he looked lost during that. that yeah, he, uh, time. that was not one of his uh, finest moments for sure. Oh, no, without a doubt, not one of his finest moments. But you but... know what's crazy? I think he managed to break 80 that day. That's yeah, crazy. and I still can't break 80 regardless. <laughs> no, but um, dude, it's it's so nuts how good these guys are. Um, yeah, I mean, th- think about that. If, if that's like four, he played. That's like making four pars. Four, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like on one hole. Yeah, it's crazy. I couldn't imagine that. Ah. Uh, so I mean, honestly, it's not, if that it must, he must have had a pretty good round. Besides that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, besides that, so speaking a little bit about live and uh, PJ Tour, Jay Monahan, the main guy, the commish, like Roger Goodell, but I think more people like him over Roger Goodell. Um, has said that the two tours will never join back together. Um, he said, quote, they can't come together, nor can they coexist. So that it's, it's definitely interesting. 
how, what they're, what's going to happen in the next six to 12 months. hundred percent. I mean, look, it's one of those things where, you know, the PGA tour, they're, they're, they're not trying to condone this in any fashion. Okay. But, and by joining them, by joining live and giving them would almost be given what them, what they want. I mean, you know, and it's giving them all the, the hype and, you know, saying we're just as valuable as the PGA tour. And, you know, exactly. you know, it's, that's why it's, it, it, it almost can't be. Yeah. I mean, it definitely does make sense. I mean, more to come uh, on that. I mean, live golf PGA tour. Why can't we all be friends? Someone cue the song by war. Why can't we be friends? Why can't? Because everyone's greedy, right? Yes. So yeah. that's what it comes to. So let's throw in a new different segment here. Uh, I just came up with uh, before we uh, run out of time. So, Paul, if you're going to do a golf trip out to, like, the Pacific Northwest, Ooh. what courses are you playing? Four I'm, rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how north can I go? Up until where? Pacific Northwest, man. It's the region. So, okay. Okay. I, didn't, I wasn't sure if we're talking strictly U.S. Nah. Okay. Um, well, you got to include Band and Dunes, I think. You agree? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you got Band and Dunes, you got Pat Pacific Dunes, you got Band and Trails, Old McDonald, Pumpkin Ridge, right? Sheep Ranch, yeah. yeah. I mean, you also have Cordellan in Idaho, right. which is insane. You have the Inn at Gamble Sands in Brewster, Washington, uh, Pronghorn, which is also unreal. It's like it's like Yellowstone meets golf. Just incredible. And then, uh, yeah, there's a lot of like Sun River. There's a lot of others that are prominent courses. But yeah. if you're going to uh, – Chambers Bay, I mean, I would throw that in there too. Um, All right. Well, I'm going to – I'll go with Bandon. I'm also going to go with Spanish Bay because when I went to Pebble, that was the one I didn't get. That's to- not the Pacific Northwest. Are you fucking crazy? But if you count, if you count Bandon – Fine. West Coast. I'll give you that. Yeah. If you count band and dunes, you almost got to count the Monterey area. Uh, That's so far apart that it's still like a three and a half hour right, flight fine. plus a two hour drive. Band and dunes, Banff Springs in Canada. Okay. You know that place? Yeah, I know Banff Springs. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, Built into a mountainside. Yes, it is. Um, For sure. Come on, let's go. That's what I feel like I'm doing right now. Um, yeah, and you're five dollar quay. Um, yeah. So two more. Um, I guess we'll go Pumpkin Ridge. Yeah. And Pacific Dunes. Okay. See, this is what I would do. I would do all the abandoned courses. Yeah. That's so fair. I mean, they have like these villas out there. Or like they have the houses that are so sick and it's a great destination. Um, I'd actually just do all five because um, they're all 18. So just do it there. No travel back and forth. Um, you okay. only get four courses though. I mean, yeah, okay, fine. I'll do four of the five. I'll play Bandon. I'll do Dunes. I'll do Pacific Dunes, Trails, and Old McDonald. I like it. 
I mean, I'm coming with you. <laughs> they're all ranked in the top 100. 100%. And then to warm up, I'd play Band and Preserve, the best short yeah. courses in the nation. Uh, I mean, it's like, it's literally the, one of the best destinations. The only downside about it from what I've heard from people is that it's tough to get to from the East coast. Yeah. You either have to fly to like Denver and get a flight up or to San Fran and get a flight up. Yeah. And then from there, it's still like a hour drive and I don't know, but it's, it's sick. Yeah. I mean, I, it's like, I, it's like the St. Andrews of America. Yeah. With all the courses in the area. I don't know. I mean, you could say Pebble, right? Pebble's overhyped. I mean, look. Like, I, why would I want to go play a course that's going to take me like five and a half hours? And there's going to be a lot of so. You told me it was going to be the longest round I ever played, but Spyglass took longer. Pebble was, was just under five hours for me. What was it? If under five hours? Do you know what I could do in five hours? I know, but but Spyglass was over five. Spyglass was over five. Why was it so slow? What time did you guys go out? We went out, I believe, at like 1 p.m. or something like that. Uh, afternoon round, course gets backed up. You got to go morning, man. And then Pebble, we did. Get the- out there early, yeah. hit the 19th hole hard. Yeah, exactly. That's um, the strap. That, that Pebble Beach Bar and Grill area um, in the in the in the hotel. Yeah, the hotel clubhouse. They have all the drinks after the former winners. Yeah. Um, no, nah, there's you, so much you, out best there. Best French onion soup I've ever had at that place. I'm a big French. I'm a connoisseur of French onion soup. Oh, love it. I like the Gruyere on top. Nice melted thick layer, like the marine layer out there in uh, Carmel and Monterey, California. Hondo P. But uh, yeah, dude, I cannot wait for the next golf trip. I got we gotta plan a golf trip. Yeah, we'll get uh, we'll get Bobo. We'll get, get Bobo. Maybe maybe we can give him a new microphone since his microphone sounded like horse shit last week. Yeah, couldn't even understand what he said. Couldn't even understand it. You were, you were, it was so horrible. It you was were so sound, horrible. It sounded like he was speaking underwater. He <laughs> sounded like he was speaking another fucking language. Yeah, uh, my goodness. Fucking nuts, man. But anyways, what can I, you do? We'll, we're going to plan a trip. We'll uh, maybe what, – what about a Vegas trip? And uh, some course – Shadow up. Creek? Yeah, Shadow Creek, Reflection Bay. Ooh, I remember you showing me that course like five – probably eight years ago. Like, we got to play this one day. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I know exactly where we were sitting in the library and the monitors, man. <laughs> it was nuts. It's – yeah, it's um, one of our – um we go hit the, hit the tables try to get thrown out of as many casinos as exactly. possible and then we'll blow it all at the on uh and then go play golf over tip the cart girls as usual of course um uh, and then have some nice tequila i do i'm just gonna go straight tequila if we got there i'm gonna be a dangerous man i'm gonna wake up and choose violence every morning yeah i mean that's i mean that's just spot on that's we'll, we'll it's re- gonna be a good time we'll though. relive the hangover in the process and it'll be great I'm going to get up to the first tee and I'm going to be like, am I supposed to hit that ball or that ball? Cause I see two balls here. It's like, no, you're just hung over. You dumb idiot. Yeah. So that's, that, that's our goal. I mean, if we're, if, if that's, if that's a domestic course, but then we have to do an yeah. international couple of trips. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say Scotland has got to be, has got to be. Uh, I think that's number one. I think that's yeah. spot number one. I would also love to play like Cabot. 
And yeah, Nova Scotia, that'd be pretty. That'd be so sweet. They have like the, they actually have villas on the water there. Um, Cabot Cliffs would be sick. Saul and I are so much to do. So, I mean, now we make money, man, but uh, it's still going to be pretty priced out. Um, Um, Apparently you've got to like make like, Tea times like a year in advance for that. Dude, like it's that. insane. Wait, yeah. what if you get sick the week before? Like, it doesn't like, matter. You gotta go. You gotta go. To go. I don't care what drugs you're taking, like Advil, yeah. all. You gotta Put be me. there. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. But anyways, time's running out, right? Time is running out. So, uh... so with this, I mean, we got to pick up next week. Hopefully, we'll get some Bobo. Maybe try to line up something special here. Look, if. You could leave us like a like here on the podcast. If you could leave anything, we'd greatly appreciate it. I think Paul wants to give a last word, right? Nope. No last word from the big pollster. All right. Adios. Everybody have a good weekend. Uh, this is the back Bros podcast on all major streaming platforms. So thank you and have, have a great week.